Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Herb Podcast, a place of information and inspiration for the home herbalist. I'm Bridget Doherty of the Solidago School of Herbalism, coming to you from a bridged island on the coast of Maine. In today's show, I'm talking about cardamom, the queen of spices. Before we get started, I want you to know that I'm not a doctor, nor do I diagnose or treat people. What I share is based on my own experience and what I've learned from my mentors. Ultimately, I want you to be empowered in seeking and achieving your own version of optimum health. I want you to be inspired to connect and relate to the common plants that grow all around you. Together, let's make home herbalism be as common in the everyday household as cooking a healthy meal. Now, without further ado, let's have some fun and dig in. The wheel of the year continues to turn, and we just passed the winter solstice. Again, today in modern culture, a lot of people think of winter solstice as actually the beginning of winter. But according to the sun calendar, it's the middle of winter. Winter, in my view, and in the sun calendar, begins Um, right around Halloween at the end of October. That's when really, we really start entering into the dark days, the short days and the long nights. And now at the solstice, we reach the halfway point, the midpoint, and our days will begin to get longer again. And the sun will begin to return And we are on the up and up, which feels good, even though here in New England and in many places in the world, winter weather kind of feels like it's just beginning. I mean, maybe we just got our first snow. We still have lots of hopefully snow to come and winter storms and winter weather as we really dive into the deeper second half of winter But the light, there's already that shift of light. I noticed it yesterday on the solstice when it, you know, the sun came out. It was a crisp, clear, sunny day. And you could just tell the angle of the sun was a little bit different. And the light had a a little bit of a different feel to it. So now is a time that we really still honor the darkness and stay 
retreated into our winter caves and really work on what we will be birthing in the spring. What are you working on this winter? Winter is also a great time to really enjoy our warming aromatic spices. And that's what we've been talking about on the pod for the past two episodes. And we're going to talk about cardamom today. And I'm thinking next week we will talk about clove, all of our main components to making chai. So let's get into cardamom. Cardamom is a well-known spice that can be found in most grocery stores. And I really kind of think of it as like yummy spice in baked goods or in chai. It's warming, pungent, and sweet with hints of citrus and ginger. It's an important ingredient in tea in India and coffee in the Middle East. It's used in both savory meals and baked treats. The seeds can be chewed as a sweet breath freshener, especially after eating a garlic-filled meal. It's most often found in stores as a powder. In specialty stores, you can find them as green or tan seed pods that contain small black seeds inside them. You can also find them as just the whole seeds without the pods. The seed pods themselves do not have much flavor, but they protect the seeds from losing their volatile oils. So it's the best way to purchase cardamom to retain the flavor is while they are still in their pods. Keep the seeds in the pods until you're ready to use them. Before adding them to food or tea, Crush the pods to expose the seeds and their flavorful, volatile oils and their sweet, mucilaginous coating. You can either add the pods to your pot, but you will also want to, you won't want to eat them. So they can be easily removed from a cooking pot or on your dinner plate once the meal is cooked. If you have a spice grinder, you can grind the seeds once they're removed from the pods. If you buy cardamom powder, a darker spice powder is better. If it's lighter, it's been ground with the pods, which will dilute the flavor. Cardamom is in the Zingiberaceae family, which is a super fun family name to say. And it also is the family that contains ginger and turmeric. There are two genus of plants in this family that are called cardamom, Elateria, which is native to India, and Amomum, which is native to China. The Amomum genus can be found as dark brown seed pods or white seed pods, which have been bleached. For the sake of this podcast, I will be primarily referring to the green cardamom, also known as true cardamom, which is botanical name Elitaria cardamomum. 
Cardamom is native to southern India and Sri Lanka. It's harvested starting in October and going into December. It is still predominantly grown in India, and the majority of cardamom is exported for the world market is grown in Guatemala. In the regions of India that cardamom is native, it's called elatari or eliachi or eliaki. It's considered to be the queen of spices, the king of spices being black pepper. Cardamom is the name by which the spice is known and has been known since classical times. Cardamom is a tall, tropical perennial that grows to be 5 to 10 feet tall. It prefers to grow in partly shaded forests that are at an elevation between 2,500 and 5,000 feet above sea level. Cardamom is one of the most expensive spices in the world, and this is due to its limited growing regions and its intensive harvest process. Cardamom flowers in April through May on long stems that trail along the forest floor. The fruit ripens October through December, and the seed pods must be harvested before they completely ripen or they will burst and scatter their seeds. The seed pods ripen at different times, even when they're on the same plant, so this necessitates hand harvesting with a knowledgeable and keen eye able to decipher which pods are at the perfect stage of ripeness. The pods then have to be dried out of the sunlight in special drying sheds, traditionally heated with wood. It's actually, if you go on YouTube and do a little search, it's really fun to watch little videos of both people harvesting cardamom and then um, putting them in the drying sheds. I highly recommend it, especially if you are a cardamom lover like I am. So little about cardamom's history. Cardamom has been a spice and medicine in India since humans first connected with it. It was traditionally used to benefit digestion, ease piles, jaundice, and urinary complaints. For centuries, Arabs have added cardamom to coffee as an aphrodisiac and a stimulant. They have also enjoyed it as a digestive spice. Egyptians used cardamom to perfume and for incense. They chewed the seeds to keep their teeth white. Romans traditionally used cardamom to settle stomachs during large feasts and festivities. Eastern Europeans were, were known to add cardamom to their cooking to disguise the smell of garlic. Cardamom essential oil is said to have been first distilled in 1544 by the Portuguese upon their domination of the spice trade. There's a lot of different constituents in cardamom. Cardamom's pungent nature arises from various aromatic oils that it contains. The seed is about 4% volatile oil. This oil includes 
cineol and terpineol and limonene, sabonine, pinene, d-borneol, boronyl acetate, d-camphor, narolidol, and linalool. So there's quite a variety of volatile oils within the essential oil of cardamom. But 90% of the volatile oil is cineol, which is the highest content of any plant known. And this oil gives the plant a majority of its medicinal benefits. So one main area of the body that cardamom benefits is the circulatory system. Cardamom is a warming stimulant spice that improves circulation of both the blood and the energy through the body. It's one of the milder spice stimulants, which makes it nice for both elders and children. Like, it's not as heating as other spices or as stimulating. It's a warming diaphoretic, which means it makes you sweat as it moves heat out to the periphery of the body. It's opening and soothing to the flow of energy, which some people call prana of the body. It also increases other bodily functions as it increases circulation, which is part of its stimulant nature. Cardamom also benefits the urinary system. It has a mild diuretic action and supports the kidneys. It's been shown to be helpful for people who have kidney stones and who have involuntary urination and uresis. I think cardamom's also really known, well known as an aphrodisiac. It has long been considered an aphrodisiac, and it contains at least two androgenic compounds. Cineol's stimulant quality is thought to improve erectile function, and it's been seen to hold powers of lust and love. Ground cardamom seeds can be warmed in wine to create a lust potion. It can be added to sachet and incense to increase romantic feelings in the moment, which maybe is one reason why it's used as a perfume and in incense as well. It's a digestive system aid like all of our nice aromatic plants. So it just that aromatic nature of cardamom is a warming carminative, which means it eases gas and colic and bloating and cramping. To relieve gas and cramping, drink a cup of cardamom tea 30 minutes before meals or even after a meal. It eases heartburn and indigestion. To do this, it can be as simple as sprinkling some cardamom powder on toast and eating a small amount of it or taking a few drops to a whole dropper full of cardamom tincture internally or in a little bit of water. Imagine uh, like a cardamom elixir that you would have as a end to a meal or even a beginning of a meal. So like a little cardamom 
seeds that have been infused in some hundred proof vodka and honey. You would, you know, take the mortar and pestle to the cardamom seeds and fill a jar, maybe halfway or a third full of the cardamom seeds. And you could even have the pods in there, or you could just do the seeds and then fill the jar all the way to the top with a combination of, you know, fill it two thirds full with hundred proof vodka and then one third full of honey and just let it sit and macerate for about six weeks. Other ways that cardamom aids the digestive system, it can increase appetite and saliva production, promoting overall healthy digestion and absorption of nutrients. It's known to help reverse the loss of taste and can help stop vomiting, acid regurgitation, and belching. And this makes me wonder about reversing the loss of taste if it could be helpful post-COVID. Could be worth a try either way. Um, cardamom, you know, all of these aromatic spices is really classic in a digestive bitters to have, you know, a bitter herb and an aromatic herb and then maybe either a sour or sweet herb. So you could have, you know, a dandelion cardamom digestive bitters would be really nice. And cardamom's nice because it's both aromatic and sweet and warming. So it's nice to have a little warming spice to help increase the digestive fire. Cardamom also supports bile production and helps which helps us digest fats. Borneol is a compound in the cardamom volatile oil that's helpful in reducing gallstones. Digestive eps, upset caused by stress, anxiety, and nervousness can be relieved with cardamom, especially in children. And it does have a nice enough flavor that, you know, cardamom tea uh, with a little bit of sweetener or honey could be really nice for children. Another benefit that cardamom has, like most warming aromatic herbs and spices, is that it benefits the respiratory system. So cardamom is an expectorant, which means it helps to break up and release excess mucus from the lungs, and is antimicrobial with all those uh, potent volatile oils can really help fight infections. So this helps um, when you have a lung infection that and a chronic cough or even an acute cough. It's also helpful against asthma, emphysema, bronchitis, laryngitis, and pharyngitis, which would be inflammation of the pharynx. It's a smoking herb that helps with nasal decongestion, cough relief, and easing sore throats. So if you like to smoke herbs and you have smoking herb blends, you could consider um, putting a little ground cardamom seed in with your smoking blend. 
cardamom classically treats bad breath. And the cineol in the volatile oil is a potent antiseptic that can kill microbes that cause bad breath odors. The seeds can be chewed and added to herbal teas and liqueurs. A cardamom tincture may be taken as a breath freshener as well. And if you've ever... Um, had you know the whole pods of cardamom and just opened it up and taken the little seeds out and eaten them they are delicious and they are they're coated with this like sweet coating around each little seed that has a slightly mucilaginous texture to it so it's actually like a really enjoyable little after dinner mint treat Like if you like to have some sort of after dinner mint or if you go out to eat at restaurants, you know how some people will carry like an after dinner mint with them, but like Altoids or something, but those are like really loaded with essential oils, which can be like too antimicrobial for the mouth and can really disrupt the, the living ecosystem in your mouth. But if you were to instead have a tin of Altoids, what if you had a tin of cardamom pods? And after a meal at a restaurant, you popped out a cardamom pod. You can just put the whole pod in your mouth and kind of suck on it and soften it or like chew it a little bit. And then the seeds will come out. Eventually, you can um, discard of the pod. You might not want to eat the pod, but the seeds you can kind of suck on or chew on and swallow. So it's, you know, it's, it's a fun, it would be a conversation starter for sure if you were out at a restaurant and at the end of a meal, just, you know, whip out your tin of cardamom. Party favors. Another uh, system of the body that cardamom supports is our immune system. Again, with these volatile oils, these aromatic herbs that can really fight microbes. The volatile oils in cardamom are antimicrobial, and they fight a variety of microbes, including both bacteria and yeast. Cardamom's helpful against laryngitis due to its expectorant properties of the cineol and its mucilage content that's around those seeds. Cardamom also contains a constituent called a turpin Terpenin 4 all, terpenin 4 ol, which is specifically antifungal. And it's the same compound that's found in tea tree oil, but cardamom may have twice as much the concentration. So you'll notice when you eat those cardamom seeds, or even just the smell of cardamom, has that really hint of that smell that is in tea tree oil. Tea tree oil is a popular remedy against fungal infections and vaginal yeast infections, toenail fungus, and athlete's foot. However, tea tree oil can be damaging to our skin and other tissues. So I would definitely recommend avoiding tea tree oil. But the cardamom tincture or cardamom powder or even a strong tea of cardamom uh, can be a better substitute. 
It can also be added to yogurt and consumed or applied topically. Cardamom also benefits the nervous system in many ways. It's uplifting, it's refreshing, it's invigorating, it clears confusion and benefits the mind in general. Cardamom stimulates the nervous system and it's the best source of the stimulant compound cineol, which is present in many herbs that are useful in reviving people who feel faint or who have actually fainted. So if you happen to be around someone who faints and you don't have any smelling salts with you, but you have your tin of your after-dinner cardamom seed pod mints, then maybe you could break one of those open and crush it and, and offer it to be smelled by the person who has fainted. See if that has any effect. All kinds of reasons to carry cardamom with you when you're out and about. Cardamom also is able to stimulate the mind and the emotional heart, bringing both clarity and joy. Tension headaches and Premenstrual tension can be eased with cardamom as well. And that could be either as a tea, maybe even as a steam, or as a tincture or elixir. So there's lots of different ways that we can prepare cardamom and work with it. I've already mentioned a few. Cardamom, um, I prefer to get the seed pods for tea. Another classic um, cardamom beverage is a milk decoction. So simmering the cardamom in milk. You could even, you know, that's kind of like chai, or you could simmer it if you're doing a golden milk with turmeric powder. You could add cardamom powder in with that if you wanted. And then also um, the powder is obviously used in cooking and baking. Cardamom seed pods can be crushed and added to a pot of water in a range of either one teaspoon to a tablespoon per cup of water. That water can be simmered and then covered for 20 minutes or simmered while covered for 20 minutes. Then remove it from the heat and you can steep it for another 10 minutes Again, you want to keep it covered the whole time to help keep those volatile oils in your pot. And as they cool, they'll kind of sink back down into the tea water. You can strain it um, or, you know, you can like skim the pods off the top and the seeds will kind of sink down to the bottom of your tea and you can just drink off the top of the seeds. And this uh, decoction can be enjoyed hot or cold. It can also be added um, to other seeds or dried berries and roots to make tasty decoctions or simmered teas. It's essentially what a decoction is. You could also try just making a regular steeped tisane, um, you know, with just the crushed in a mortar and pestle, the seeds, and then just pouring hot water over them and covering your mug and letting that sit for 20 minutes or so. And then you can just sip the tea. You don't even have to strain it because again, the seeds 
will fall to the bottom, and the seed pods will probably float to the top, which you could just pick out or skim off. The powder can be made into a honey paste, otherwise called an electuary, and enjoyed by the spoonful. You could add it to hot drinks or roll it into little pastilles or even spread it on toast. Mmm, that sounds really good. A little bit of toast with some melted butter and then some cardamom honey spread on top. Yum. I hope that this queen of spices finds its way into your kitchen or your teacup to help you increase circulation, improve digestion, ease nervous tension, and help bring clarity and joy to your day. A fun, another fun little recipe to consider is a cardamom love potion, which is essentially like a mulled wine with cardamom. So you can take a bottle of Pinot Noir. I like uh, infusing Pinot Noir because I think it just has like a really subtle flavor unto itself. And I think it pairs nicely with herbs and spices. So a bottle of Pinot Noir, you could do like four tablespoons of crushed cardamom seeds and seed pods, uh, a cinnamon stick, one orange washed and sliced with the skin, so ideally an organic orange, and then six tablespoons of dried rose petals, and then honey to taste, about an eighth of a cup. So those are your ingredients. And then in a sauce pot, you can combine the cardamom, the cinnamon, the orange, and the wine. And you simmer the wine and the contents on low heat for 45 minutes and have it covered almost all the way. You could have the lid cracked a little bit. And just on a low heat, just a real low simmer, barely a simmer. And then remove from the heat and stir in your honey and rose petals. Cover the pot fully and steep that for 20 minutes. And you can drink the love potion warm. You can garnish your mug with a slice of orange and a cinnamon stick. Of course, it's nice to share with a romantic interest or a loved one. And on the side, you could have a decadent chocolate truffle and a candlelight are some nice compliments to this potion. So there's some more cardamom love for you. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. And if you appreciate me too, I would love a five-star rating and a short review. I really value your feedback. So you can also um, find me on Instagram or Facebook or my website where you can sign up for an informational and inspirational free newsletter. All that you can find with, ta with the tag Solidago Herb School. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Bridget Doherty. 
Until next week, be well, let intuition guide you, and have fun with herbs. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.